Another day, another dollar, man. How you doing, another man? Day, another dollar, big baby. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Father Son Talk Sports Show. This is your boy Paul here with Dad to me, Paul to you. Hey. Hey, what's going on, Pop? How you feeling, man? Man, I'm good, man. Yourself? Man, I, 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 I hear Ultimately, I'm just taking it easy, man. You know, I mean, we got a lot of stuff that we got to get to. We kind of got to go rapid fire a little bit because we got a lot of content. It's been a lot of stuff going on. Um, a lot of stuff to really go over. So ultimately, everybody's been tuned to the TV. Um, knows that NFL free agency is bananas right now. I mean, you got players on the move. You got players going here, going there. Pop. With that being said, let's get into this free agency, man. Let's do so, it. Let's do it now. Um, you, first up, you got Zach Allen, defensive lineman from the Cardinals last year, moving over to the Broncos. He signed a three-year, $45 million contract, 32 of which is guaranteed. Um, that's a lot of guaranteed money, um, you know, but ultimately that's just the way the league is going. Um, then you got Nate Davis, um, guard for the Titans last year, moving over to the Bears, um, signing a three-year, $30 million guarantee um, or $30 million contract with 17 and a half guaranteed up front. Um, moving to our hometown, Cleveland Browns, Cleveland Browns, Cleveland Browns. I think we got, yeah, we get cheers for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> all right. Um, they need so, it. Hey, they, they need all the cheers they can get. They need all the cheers they, they can they, get. These is our team, man. This, this is what we do, okay? So, ultimately, we got Dalvin Tomlinson, man. Defensive line, we need all the defensive line we help we can get. How many times we see somebody break up the middle and gashes all year long? Um, the Falcons game just stands out in my mind. I never saw a team run up and down the field on somebody like that. That was disrespectful. I was going to have to pay them back. You know, I mean, I just got a problem with that. But ultimately, we pick up defensive line help coming over from the Vikings. He get four years, 57 million, 27 of which is guaranteed. Then you got Obanaya Okoran Awayo. See, obviously, I had it, I had it for a second. You got Obanaya Okorano Cole. See, I don't know if that's silent or not, and I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I, do, I mean no disrespect, but I'm definitely going to get that down. But he's coming over to provide linebacker help. We definitely need it. Coming over from the Texans for $19 million with incentives around sacks. Um, that's what's being reported right now. Um, ultimately, you got a wide receiver that I was looking at for our Cleveland Browns. Again, our Cleveland Browns. Our Cleveland Browns, okay? But um, he ends up with the Texans. Um, but he came over from the Rams. He had an injury season last year, right, Pop? He was out all, all year. Um, but he got two years anyway, $15 million, 32 of which is guaranteed. Um, then you got DJ Moore. And that this is what we were talking about with that number one overall pick. The Bears ultimately deal it to Carolina for a wide receiver that's been very productive in DJ Moore. Um, in return, Carolina obviously gets the number one pick. The Bears get DJ Moore, great wide receiver. Um, they also get the number nine pick in this draft. They get the number 61 pick in this draft. They get the num they get 2024 first rounders to get 2025 second rounders. Um, so that they were ultimately Stop they were doing their thing. Stop right there. DJ Moore, that trade to the Bears is significant for two reasons. First of all, the Bears are all in on Justin Fields. All in. Yeah. That is their quarterback back of the future. There's no more trepidation about that. Um, to me, my Buckeye has deserved that. DJ Moore is a weapon that they didn't have last year. And that's going to help Justin Fields immeasurably. So this was a great deal for the Bears. They got a boatload. I do mean a boatload of picks. And this is a great move for the Bears. And it's a great move for Justin Fields. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I would say that, that you're right. Um, it comes down to um, you know, respect for Ohio State quarterbacks, which I don't think that has always been prevalent in the NFL. Um, you know, partly before um, the production in the NFL, but you know, I don't know if they've actually really got a shakeout in the NFL. But you know, Justin Fields, it looks like he's going to get his shot. 
um, on the big stage. And I'm glad that the Bears are the Bears are doing that. Um, That's definitely a a great thing. Um, Moving over, we have um, Javon. Hargrave, defensive tackle from the Steelers, moving over to the 49ers. He is getting four years, $84 million, 40 of which is guaranteed. So that's almost half his contract is guaranteed. And I know that we were talking about they're inching up to that guaranteed money. It's getting more and more and more. Um, and then we got uh, Mr. Overrated. That's in my opinion anyway. Um, Jalen Ramsey, um, cornerback from the Rams. Every time I look up, he's either getting burnt or getting ran over by somebody. Or getting beat um, up so, by you know, Golden Tate. Day, <laughs> yeah, or getting beat up or, you know, it, it, it's just something. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you, something. You, just, you just never really know, you know, what you're going to get. Um, but overall, for Jalen Ramsey, the, um, the Rams will get back in return the number 77 overall pick. And they're going to get tight end Hunter Long. The Dolphins obviously get Jalen Ramsey. Uh, moving along, we got Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback, the former quarterback of the 49ers moving over to the Raiders. Um, he's going to get three mils, 67, three years, 67 million. Um, and then 34 of that is guaranteed. Now, uh, you know, a trade that I did see come along um, for Darren Waller, he's not going to be happy about losing one of those top targets um, that could have helped him this year coming up. But he's going to be on the move. Dad, you're going to go over that a little bit later because that came through, um, you know, a couple of hours ago. Um, then you got Cameron Sutton, um, cornerback, uh, former cornerback of the Steelers moving over to the Lions. That's three years, $30 million, 17 of which is guaranteed. Um, that's one less player for us to play. Um, so, you know, I'll take that. Then you got Jesse Bates, the third. He's a safety, very productive safety. That's another safety that we don't have to see in the AFC North. I'm talking about from a Browns perspective. Uh, can I get a hand clap for that? Get a hand clap for that. I mean, here, I, I actually, I respected Jesse's game. I, I thought Jesse was a solid, you know, he was a solid player. He was an all-pro. Yeah, he was all-pro. I mean, here, he, he gets um, four years, $64 million. Here, um, he deserves that. Um, you know, getting money. Getting, getting money. money, baby. Hey, 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 wait a minute. One more time. Getting money. <laughs> getting money. Um, so here, ultimately, but he deserves it. I, I'm not mad to see him get that money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one more time. Get that money. Get um, that money. Tremaine Edmonds, um, inside linebacker from the Bills. Very productive player. Somebody who, you know, is definitely um, the Bills are going to miss him. Uh, I believe he's an all-pro, all-pro performer as well. Um, he is signed over for three years, $30 million um, going over to the Bears. The Bears are having a great, um, you know, offseason. 17 so of that far, is guaranteed. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the, the Bears are trying to load up uh, one of those historic franchises in our league. Um, so ultimately, we go from there to um, Bobby Okereke. I think Okereke, that's what it is. It was Okereke. Um, I believe Bobby Okereke, um, the Colts moving over to the Giants for four years, $40 million, 22 of which is guaranteed. Then you got David Long, um, linebacker from the Titans last year, moving over to the Dolphins to help two win the game uh, for two years and $11 million. Um, so that now there were some other players um, that was going in free agency that were kind of mixing in because it was a lot going on, a lot of transactions. Um, what did you have over there besides the ones that we were able to to actually put in lights? Well, let's go back to Darren Waller. Uh, Darren Waller moving over to the Giants. Um, that's that's a, a nice deal for the Giants. Um, you know, um, shoot, uh, Darren Waller already was signed and he was under contract for three years. He's thirty one years old. He has fifty-one million dollars remaining on his three-year contract. Oh, well, you said fifty-one million. Yeah, and then Daniel Jones. Um, he was another uh, free agent that signed earlier this week that we did not cover. For how much? Oh, uh, I'm not really sure. That I don't know, but I know. And but, um, but, but when he was at the I bank, know, it made this sound. I know he he, he making that money. <laughs> he making that money. He getting money. Yes, okay. he's getting money, he's getting sure money. He's, and then on top money. of that, um, Darren Waller will give him a wonderful target. 
And sooner or later, we're going to have to really, truly see how good Daniel Jones is. Yeah, I mean, but here, he took he took a lot of strides last year. I believe that he really, um, he kind of turned the corner a little bit to me. You know, I mean, he obviously came out of Duke. Um, and he didn't have all the fanfare that a lot of, you know, players like, you know, out of big colleges come out with. But I think that he's done a good job to etch his way um, in, in the NFL and find himself, um, you know, in a position where he can really be the man. Um, this year is going to be definitely a swing year for him to get to where he needs to go. Um, so ultimately, uh, what else? What else you got going over there, Pop? Man, uh, he, here we go. It's a, it's a trade. Stephon Gilmore mm. is, is moving on to the Cowboys. He's 32 years old. He's up there yeah. in age. He's getting uh, up there. Of course, he started his career with the Patriots where he was an all-pro. He's getting up there. a little long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. But that being said, um, he should be a veteran presence that should help them. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely getting up there. But, hey. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, ultimately, I think he still can help a team. Um, you know, you don't forget how to play the game. I mean, his body might break down, but he, his mind is still sharp. I believe that he could be in positions to try to help them out. Um, and you, you say, you're talking about Andy Dalton. Um, you say Andy Dalton was still getting money. Man, he's still getting money, man. Wait, wait, he's still, still getting, getting money. money, baby. <laughs> so, so, so let me get this straight. Andy Dalton, it feels like he's been in the league for forever, forever. But it's like backup quarterbacks, man. That's the best job to have. I mean, a backup quarterback is getting money. I mean, I'm talking about getting money. Just back up the Brinks truck, baby. Yeah. I'm talking about money. But and, and they ain't doing the work. They ain't even playing. I can see if they were playing. They're not even playing. No, they get paid to prepare. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's the yeah. best job in the United States of America. It's better than being the president yeah. than anybody. <laughs> Listen, all they have to do is prepare. Yeah, because here, because Case Keenum got all that money, didn't have to do nothing. All he had to do was win, come in one game. Absolutely. But I mean, he could have did so much more that that year that Baker Mayfield was injured. But they was like, no, nah, just stand right there, just okay. right there. Well, get that money, money, baby. <laughs> hey, get the money. Get that hey, money. You know what? Well, what else are we gonna say? All right, uh, what else you got, Pop? Alan Lazard, Brett Favre's favorite target. You talking about Aaron Rodgers? To Aaron Rodgers, excuse me, Brett Favre. Yeah, well, 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 here now. Do you know where you probably got Brett Favre from? Because the music. No, it, it was the music that the prime. This is ESPN primetime music because it was always to a Brett Favre highlight. Highlight, okay, okay. Yeah, the frozen tundra, Lambo Field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, Alan Lazard is signing with the New York Jets. Yep. So I wonder, is that a precursor to Aaron Rodgers, you know, um, demanding that trade from Green Bay and heading and packing his bags to New York City? I'm hey. just saying. Yeah, I mean, you know, ultimately, I mean, I, I would hate to see it go down like that, but it, it, it certainly looks like it's going down like that. I mean, it just seems like he should always be a Packer. But he's going to end up in a different uniform the same way um, a lot of quarterbacks end up in different uniforms later in their careers. I just hope that when Aaron Rodgers move on, because it seems like mentally he hasn't been there for like five years. It's like it's been forever since he's actually been there. Um, And so I don't really know how much he can really help you win. Like we were talking about how much quarterbacks impact winning. And I don't know how much Aaron Rodgers impacts winning anymore. He's still a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He's still going to the NFL. He's going to the Hall of Fame. And then but, on top of that, Pablo, he's coming to the AFC where you yeah. got Patrick Mahomes and Joe yeah. Burrow and Josh Allen and all these other quarterbacks that are magnificent. Yeah. Where in the NFC, the road to going to the Super Bowl is easier than it is in the AFC. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. As a matter of fact, I was hearing rumors that it's not just going to be Lazard. Um, they were interested in Randall Cobb, and then they were also interested in Mercedes Lewis, who was his tight end in Green Bay. And yeah. my question is, um, you know, they didn't make the playoffs last year, 
And then if you, what you bring in these players over with you, does that really, really benefit you and the New York Jets? That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a great question, but ultimately, like those those players that you just uh, mentioned, Mercedes Lewis, uh, Randall Cobb, always injured. They're oh. never available. I mean, Randall Cobb. I mean, he could he probably could have a great year, but he I guarantee he's hitting uh, the injured list this year. I and promise you, Mercedes Lewis is going to twist her ankle or something. It's just how the way it goes down every year. You know, some players have a great ability to be available. Those are not players like that. Um, at all. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just not that way. You got any anything else in free agency, or you, that, that's about it for right now? Bob? I mean, that's that's just about it for right now. As a matter of fact, I'm looking over the wire right as we speak. Oh, so Marjorie P. Um, um, P. Ryan. P. Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Yes, heading to the Broncos. Go ahead and give us the sound. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> for Cincinnati. Right, right. Hey. So Mar J. P. Ryan is headed headed to the the Denver Broncos, and um, they agreed to a two year contract. And good riddance. Thank good you. Good riddance. <laughs> hey, we are not going to miss that food. That food no. killed the Browns. Every time we seen them, it was always a bad day. Um, so ultimately, um, you know, good riddance, and you know, thank you. A lot of good players left the AFC North. And that's a, that only speaks well uh, for us, unfortunately. But that's the way we see things. Well, know? listen, I mean, you know, uh, I'm a Browns fan. Hey, I, I can't help that. Hey, it is but what it is. There is one more move that's kind of interesting, though. Guess who's about to get released? Who? <laughs> Matt Ryan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, but but you talk about another player that, that is really past that prime, past that, that, that stage. Matt Ryan, just like we were talking earlier, does not impact winning at all. No. He does not. And I he mean, hasn't it, for years. He hasn't for years. I mean, he had his time. He, yes, he yeah. did impact winning for a second. But ultimately right now, he does not impact winning at all. And, um, you know, but here, everyone has their time. Everyone has has their moment in the sun, so to speak. And uh, Matt Ryan had his. He unfortunately let Brady come back and take away his moment. Um, and uh, the rest is history from there. You know I mean, you know, I don't. I don't know how else you really want to put that, but right. I, mean, I think Matt good. Ryan probably is going to have a second career, maybe in the booth or in a, on someone's coaching staff. Yeah. Um, right. But Matt Ryan. <laughs> good riddance. Good riddance, baby. Yep. yep. But here, but he don't get no applause, though. Matt Ryan, he don't get no applause. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, ain't, he's, no ain't no love road. loss. Ain't no love loss for Matt Ryan. No. All right, man. Pop. So, um, Moving over, we kind of wanted to, you know, kind of to piggyback off of Matt Ryan and the quarterback. Um, we wanted to go over to talk about the quarterbacks and how we talk about them impacting winning and talk about the quarterback tiers and just try kind of really break down, you know, where these quarterbacks actually are. You did a pretty good write up on this uh, when you stated, you know, teams that need a starting quarterback. I mean, just in general, they just need a starting quarterback. So you got the Jets, obviously. Um, you know, they're, they're looking to satisfy that need through free agency. But right now, as we stand here right now, they still need a quarterback, right? That's correct. Need a quarterback. Um, you have the Colts need a quarterback. Absolutely. Okay. You have... The, the Texans need a quarterback. Without question. Like like right now. Not, not like tomorrow. Right, now. right, right. Like right now. Yeah, I ain't talking about over there. I'm talking no. about right now. Okay. Right now. So make sure we the, now we have the Raiders here, but the Raiders, I don't think they need a quarterback right now. They, they got Jimmy G, but they probably gonna need one after week four because Jimmy G gonna hurt his collarbone. Man, the human band-aid will not yes. make it through the season. And if they think signing Jimmy Garoppolo is going to last for this season, no, no that's not going to happen. 
that's it, not gonna happen. Just ain't gonna happen. No. Just ain't gonna happen. But you know, ultimately they were in that bucket until they just signed Jimmy G. Right. Um, you have the Falcons who need a quarterback right now. Today. Right now. They right. have no there's no quarterback right now who is just gonna be penciled in for a day one starter um today. Right no. now. No, they're just not there. So then we move over to oh 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 no, we keep the knee going. Yeah, you got you got oh, the knee. Yeah. You put the three three dots. That means um, etc. Um, so you got the 49ers. Absolutely. They need a quarterback because Trey Lance is not the answer. I don't believe that Trey Lance is the answer over there. Uh, and then, um, they also signed um Darnold today, Sam Darnold, um, uh, which is and interesting. We know he's not the answer. He ain't the answer because what, what he was seeing ghosts, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now, now he going he going to be seeing ghosts in in California. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it don't change, you know what I'm saying? I mean, no. he he suck. He's a bum. You know, He's I, a I got, yeah, I got a saying that word that just says, you know, especially in football, a bum's a bum, a bum. You know, he's a bum. Just, he, no, he's a bum. Yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. if they're hoping that Sam Darnold can resurrect his career, nah. that ain't happening. I'm because I mean, in order to resurrect it, it had to be something to begin with. And he's in the beginning, when he came from USC, there was nothing. Just yeah, like with nothing. Zach Wilson, there's nothing. I'm sorry, Jets fans. Jets fans, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, Zach Wilson, you know it. We know it. Zach Wilson's a bum. And you know the I- interesting thing about um, the 49 is that they let their quarterback slip right through their fingers. Justin Fields, <laughs> going back to my boy, I know. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, one of these days, Justin Fields is going to win big in the NFL, believe me. But oh, yeah, Justin I mean, Fields, yeah, right, he, he right there. They bypassed, both of the Jets and the 49ers bypassed them, and neither one of them would be in this situation from the quarterback standpoint that they are right now if they would have mm-hmm. just signed yeah, but but they didn't, and and that's nope. they, you know what I, I kind of nope. I put that at, as the equivalent of when the Pistons had a had a chance to sign Carmelo or mm-hmm. to draft Carmelo. You remember that? And they yeah, took Darko Milicic, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they, they will rule the day Poof. that they did not draft Carmelo Anthony. They didn't even have to sign him; they just had to draft him. They Absolutely. took Darko. Militech. Militech. Wow. Um, I don't even know where he is now. No, he don't know where he is now. Oh, you know what? I think he has a wine um, farm in Serbia or somewhere. But but no, he's doing him because he got paid. But man, oh man, oh man, that boy right there. Yes. Yes. That's the definition of a bum. Yeah, that was a bum. Um, and then we got the Saints on this list. Um, but the Saints just signed, um, they signed back Jameis Winston, but he's not going to be in the role to be the starter, I don't believe. Um, the yeah. Raiders, the, um, Derek Carr, yeah. So um, Derek Carr is going to be there, um, yeah. The Saints, and I'm quite sure that they expect for him to take over the starting role with that team. I'm still gonna put them on the knee pile until <laughs> until Derek Carr can show me that he can be consistent. Yeah. But yes, Derek Carr will uh, will be the um, starter on that team. And as a matter of fact, I I, I read earlier today where Michael Thomas um, is also resigning, redid his contract with the Saints. They mm-hmm. expect for him to be healthy, and you put all of, all of their receivers and all the offensive weapons together um mr Carr really doesn't have an excuse because he, he has quite the ensemble of of uh, offensive weapons yeah i mean here I, me myself i've always had respect for Derek Carr. um i always thought that you know he he was kind of in that category like we were talking about before with um well not in the same category with josh allen and all those boys and um no, justin no. herbert but the next tier under them uh, where he just always finds spectacular ways to lose um, and to not <laughs> not to win. But he's not incompetent. He's not a terrible quarterback. He's really not. He's no, light he's not. years better than his brother. He's the best car 
quarterback to ever yeah, well, yeah, he has that he has that title. Yeah, but, the best uh, card ever played. Right. He's not Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield, but yeah, he ain't seen no ghosts. He's, he's just above but, that. A good comparison for me to him would be um cousins. Um, you know, the Vikings quarterback. Yeah. Right. They, they just figure a way not to be you know, spectacular or to win the big games or – but they don't mess it up where they deserve to necessarily get cut or waived or yeah. anything like that. They just – you just know if they're your quarterback, you really don't have a chance in, in winning the Super Bowl or going to a championship game. You don't have a chance no. at all. No, 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 no. I mean, here, I can say confidently that Kirk Cousins – Will not win a Super Bowl in his you know, career. I can too. <laughs> like I can, I would my house money. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would put money. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I would put money on that like, ain't real money. It just won't happen. It ain't happening. Yeah, it just won't happen. Um, the Panthers obviously need a quarterback. Um, Here we go again. Here we go again. I'm a homer. They got the number one pick in the draft. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm here to tell you that C.J. Stroud should be that pick. He has the size that Mr. Young does not have. He can make all the throws, everyone. All the throws. And he has surprising mobility. I'm here to tell everybody in Charlotte <laughs> that if they don't draft CJ's, you can book it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be a problem. I mean, CJ Stroud, and, and, and this is um, probably, you know, lofty. Not necessarily lofty. I no, don't think it is. I believe that C.J. Stroud will be the best quarterback to ever come out of Ohio State. And I think it, that he has um, the capability to do that. But it's one of the things that um, Buckeye fans know for sure. That guy is a leader. Oh, yeah. He does not make excuses. He doesn't throw his teammates under the bus. Nope. He puts in the work, yeah, and he can make all the throws. Yeah, the I mean, throws. here, I mean, one thing that he'll never live down in Buckeye Nation is what losing to Michigan two times. Man, see why you want to remind? Man, come on, I, man. I, I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying what everybody else thinking. I'm just telling you what everybody else thinking. Everybody like, yeah, cool. CJ can throw the ball. CJ tall, but CJ lost to Michigan two times. <laughs> So what I'm supposed to say after that? Uh, there's nothing to say because they were spectacular losses that still haunt me to this day. Um, but here, we move along. <laughs> we, the, the next tier, the next tier in that will be teams with established quarterbacks. So these teams don't have to look for day one starters. They don't have to look to see who's going to start this upcoming year. These teams all have a quarterback on the roster who is established and and we should be able to be able to run through these pretty quick you got cincinnati with joe burrow absolutely you got the chiefs with patrick mahomes absolutely you got the eagles okay um jalen hurts there you go come on yeah you got the chargers with justin herbert yes you got the broncos for better or for worse. <laughs> the Broncos for better or for worse, Pop. No, um, man. We're, we're, Let's we're be real Broncos about it. Worse. Let's be real. They're supposed to have. I yeah, they're supposed, supposed to have it. To have. And, and, but here, what they do have, you know what they have? They, they have this. Sierra's husband. No, no, they have they this. Have. <laughs> they got a whole bunch of they got a whole bunch of cha-ching. That's what they <laughs> yeah. get in the bank. Because I mean, every time they see Russell Wilson, they should hear this. 
every time because that's that's what he is that's what he is um you know at this stage of his career that's all you really gonna get um the browns surprisingly find them find themselves on this list because the browns have deshaun Deshaun watson and deshaun watson is their unquestioned starter He's unproven again, but yeah. it's not question that he's going to start next year. Like he's the Browns' day one starter; he'll be their starter for the foreseeable future. Um, there's no debating that. The Jaguars, he, you know, they, no. they're going to have him Trevor for Lawrence the foreseeable future. Trevor Lawrence will be yeah. the quarterback of the Jack of the Jacksonville Jaguars for the foreseeable, foreseeable future. future. Um, Dak Prescott is going to be the quarterback for the Cowboys, no matter how their fans feel about it or how they don't feel about it, don't really care. Cowboy fans suck. Just like we suck, they suck. And then they always talk about us, y'all suck. Well, they just suck, but they get to the playoffs and suck there. You know, we suck in the regular season, don't get there. That's the only difference between Cowboys fans and Browns fans. There ain't too much there. Um, The Bills and, um, you know... (laughs) We were talking about you were talking about my boy, you know what I'm saying? I mean, ultimately, he got to get over the top. He got to get over the top, but he finds ways just like Carr to lose in spectacular fashion. And you know who I'm talking about? Who I'm talking about, Pop? You are talking about Josh Allen. Josh Allen, man. Yes, Josh Allen yes, has yes. all the talent in the world, but I'm telling you, there's something in the gene pool that that kid don't have. I'm talking about where you actually go out with killer instinct, win the game, take it over. He you know, just um, does not do that. The Bills Mafia are the most lovable fans. Um, they support their team through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. Whew. Man. Those close losses, man, I know. I But I know the pain. I know the pain, okay? But, man, Bill's Mafia is so, so wonderful, man, and I feel sorry for him. But Josh Allen, ha- he's in a division. With, a really tough division, man. Yeah. I mean, he really still got to see Mr. Mahomes. Got to see Mr. Burrow. Yeah. Mr. Um, Jackson, which is uh, interesting. We're going to talk about him later. Yeah, right. Okay. And he always yeah. figures up a way just to come up a little short. But Bill fan, just pop, a little bit. He don't. He don't come up a lot of bit short. He don't come up a lot. Just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. bit. Just um. Bit. So the Seahawks just signed back Geno Smith. Right. Geno Smith right. is going to be their quarterback for at least the next two years. Um. So. Ultimately, um, you know, the, that would definitely, um, you know, constitute as established. Um, then you have the Rams. I don't think that, you know, I, I believe that that they'll have their quarterback back and everything like that. Absolutely. Um, and I think that the Cardinals, even though I'm not really sold on Kyler Murray, he's still going to be back. He ain't going nowhere. He just um, an extension, too. He ain't going nowhere. Nah. And then no. you got, you know, you got Justin Fields um, and you got Matt Stafford um, for the Rams. And then you got um, the quarterback that he replaced, Jared Goff, for mm-hmm. the Lions. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually rooting for Jared Goff. I mean, here, I think that Jared Goff had a great year last year. I really do. Um, you know, I, I hope that they continue to ascend. I mean, you know, I look at the Lions kind of like how how we are. The, I mean, just a. <laughs> A perpetual, um, you know, putrid um, franchise that just they just are. I mean, it's been that way as long as I can remember, as long as I've been alive. So they've had some of the greatest players to ever play the game. But where's Detroit at? Huh? Where's Detroit at? Uh, oh, it's in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. I, I, it's I in Michigan, right? That. Yeah, but I don't know. Somehow I don't put the Lions in that category. They always suck. So um, they're lovable losers. They're lovable losers. They are definitely lovable losers, man. So we talked about our top two, top two, top two, top two. So top two. Okay. Yep. Quarterbacks 
that impact winning in the NFL. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. Absolutely, without a doubt. If you got Patrick Mahomes on your team, you're, you're going, going to, to win a lot of football games. You you agree that you're going to the playoffs. I don't care. You're going to the playoffs and have a chance to win it all every year. Every year. I believe if Patrick Mahomes went to the Lions, the Lions would go to the playoffs. I'm not saying Lions win the Super Bowl, but the Lions next year, if Patrick Mahomes flew to Michigan, Michigan, if he flew to Michigan and said, you know what, I want to put on the um, silver and, and blue, whatever they got over there, they would go to the first round of the playoffs next year. The second player is the player that is representing himself right now. He doesn't have an agent and is really trying to get all the money. And that would be Lamar Jackson. So everybody always hits me up and says that, oh, yeah, well, Lamar, um, he doesn't have the stats. Um, Look at his stats. He's having down years. Well, I tell you one thing, okay? I know we're talking about two players, but I tell you one thing, that Lamar Jackson, to me, impacts winning from the quarterback position more so than any other quarterback not named Patrick Mahomes. And it's not even close. You put it's something about Lamar Jackson when you put him on that field and he go out there and he wins football games and he does it consistently over and over and over again. I don't care if he's using the bathroom. I don't care what it is, but he's going to win that game and he's going to find a way to do it. Where if you put other quarterbacks like we just talked about in that same position, it's just not going to happen that way. Um, and, and that's just that's. Not even unfortunate. That's just the truth. That's the reality. Um, you know, I hope that doesn't hurt anybody's feelings or any any other fans' feelings, but that's just the truth, you know. Would the NFL teams do me a favor? Would one of the teams that need a quarterback call Baltimore <laughs> and inquire about Lamar Jackson, please? Take him out of the division. Listen. I I can't tell you how this guy wrecks a defensive scheme. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you that I've ever seen a player that can perform at the on the biggest stage and and just make magic appear. Listen, you cannot set up a defense to defend him. His ability to run the ball as well as pass the ball to make off schedule plays is remarkable. When you have Lamar Jackson on your football team, you have a chance to win every game you play. Mm-hmm. Period. You could take Lamar Jackson and send him to Detroit, and Detroit, just like with Mahomes. Yep. would go to the NFC championship game. I know, to me, this is almost sacrilegious. This is like just a, a complete slap in the face to me. But I have to also be real. And reality has shown me that Mr. Jackson is one of the most unique dynamic weapons in the NFL. Oh, yeah. And, and it's not close. Anymore. Yeah, it, it's not close. I, and I just look at it um, as, you, you know, even though the Ravens are, you know, from a Browns fan perspective, oh. obviously, the Ravens are the worst team in the NFL. But at the same time, it, it's disrespectful to, to Lamar Jackson, to me, for him not to have a contract at this point. And to even be in this position where he has to even worry about or even think about or even talk about his future, but beyond what he's done in this league, I believe it's over and beyond, you know, great things that are going on right now uh, when you talk about Lamar Jackson. So um, the last thing we wanted to do today, Pop, um, was we wanted to do our because March Madness is coming. March Madness. March you know, Madness, all hey, right. March Madness. Yep, yep. All right. So everybody out there is going to be filling out their brackets, and then you actually you 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 spent some ink on a bracket 
and I don't really do much on um, <laughs> on paper. But ultimately, I did this one on paper because you know you printed it for me. I was like, oh, I mean, it off. Um, so I thought it was special. So I so I got the got the brackets now here. The way we're gonna do it because you know me and my dad we had um, a, a big you know breakdown about how we were gonna do this. We're gonna do the South, the East, the Midwest, and the West brackets. Just doing our picks now. Understand that we're doing these picks from a complete position of ignorance. We do not watch college basketball. Um, so like many of you that fill out brackets that don't watch a lot of it, just watch March, watch March Madness. Uh, we're kind of in the same boat and we're not afraid to tell you that. Um, so ultimately, take our picks for whatever they are. Uh, we could be right. We could be wrong, but we're going to make them. All right, Pop. So starting off in the South bracket in the round of 32. Well, then the round of 64, mm-hmm. um, you got Alabama. Um, against the number 16. I, I don't even think it really matters. I'm taking Alabama. I don't know about you. I'm taking Alabama. All right. And then you got uh, Maryland and West Virginia. Um, I'm taking our, uh, Maryland. Who are you taking? I'll take West Virginia. All right. So then I got San Diego State and Charleston. I'm taking San Diego State. Who are you? San Diego State. All right. Then we got Virginia and Furman. I'm taking Furman. What about you? I'm taking Virginia. All right. Then you got Creighton and NC State. I'm taking Creighton. I'm taking Creighton also. All right. Then we got Baylor um, and was it um, Santa Clara? You said <laughs> UC Santa Barbara. <laughs> yeah, Santa Barbara. I mean, it doesn't matter. They're gonna lose. No, right no matter. They're round. gonna lose anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I'll take Baylor right there. Uh, right. Who are you taking? Um, Baylor. Baylor. Okay, I'll make sure. You got Missouri and Utah State. I'm taking Utah State. I'm taking Missouri. All right. Then we got Arizona and Princeton. I'm taking Arizona. Arizona. All right. So then in the round of 16 in that same uh, region, um, well, no, the round of 32, um, Alabama and uh, Maryland, I'm taking Alabama to move on to the Sweet 16. How about you? Well, I'm taking Alabama to move into the Sweet 16 also. They're just going to end up, I think, playing West Virginia, but it'll equal I got you. I got you. Um, San Diego State. I got San Diego State and Furman in the round of thirty-two. I got San Diego, San Diego State in my Sweet Sixteen. Who you got in your in your bottom? Um, I I have Virginia. Okay. Right. You got you got Virginia playing Alabama in the Sweet Sixteen. That's correct. All right. Um, so I got Creighton and Baylor in the round of thirty-two, and Creighton moving on to the Sweet Sixteen. Who you got? I have Baylor moving on to the Sweet 16. All right. So, so I got an upset in there. I mean, I don't know. Nobody knows. That's March Madness at its finest. Right. Then in around 32, I got um, Utah State and Arizona. And then I got Arizona moving on to the Sweet 16. Who you got? I got Arizona moving on to the Sweet 16. All right. So then that round and that, that Sweet 16, uh, moving on to the lead eight, I have Alabama and San Diego State. I got San Diego State pulling a shocking upset on Alabama to move into the Elite Eight. Um, who do you have in that top bracket moving on to the Elite Eight? I have Alabama going to the Elite Eight. All right. So you got Alabama. I got San Diego State. Then um, in the bottom bracket there for the Sweet 16, I got Creighton against Arizona. I got Arizona moving on to the Elite Eight. Who you got? I got Arizona. All right. So we got Arizona moving on there. Then we move down to the East bracket. And like we, we, we're going to move this along. It's going to be a little rapid fire. So we got Purdue and I was at Texas. Uh, was that Texas right there? Some school in Texas. Yeah, some school in Texas. Not Texas. Um, yeah, Purdue, Purdue. Um, San Antonio. Who you Purdue. do? Purdue. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, Memphis and uh, Florida Atlantic. Um, I got Memphis. Who you got? I got Memphis. Okay. You got Duke and Oral Roberts. Uh, I got Oral Roberts. I got Duke. All right. Yeah, I'll take Oral. Um, you got Tennessee and Louisiana. I'll take Tennessee. Who you take? I take Tennessee. All right. You got Kentucky and Providence. I'll take Providence. I got Kentucky. All right. Yeah, Kansas State and Montana State. I take Kansas State. What about you? I got Kansas State. Okay. And then you got Michigan State and USC. I take USC. I got Michigan State. Okay. And then you got Marquette and Vermont. I'll take Marquette. 
I got Marquette. All right. Then we move over to the round of 32, moving into the Sweet 16. I got Purdue and Memphis. I take Memphis. I have Purdue. In the Sweet 16. In the Sweet 16. All right. I got in my round of 32, Oral Roberts and Tennessee. I'll take Tennessee. Right. We differ there. I, I have Duke um, in my Sweet 16. In that bottom bracket. Okay. That's correct. Um, and then um, moving on, I got Providence and Kansas State, of which I see Kansas State coming out of that. Right. Um, who you got in your top bracket? Kentucky. You got Kentucky. Have- All right. And then I, I got in my round of 32, USC and Marquette. Um, then I have Marquette moving on um, past USC. Who you got? I got Michigan State. All right. Marquette. All right, so then we get our Sweet 16 to Elite Eight. I got Memphis and Tennessee. I'll take Memphis in the upset to move on to the Elite Eight. Uh, who you got in your top bracket? Um, I actually have Purdue. All right. And then I in my bottom bracket, I got Kansas State against Marquette in the uh, round of 16. Moving over to the Elite Eight, I got Kansas State moving on. Michigan State. All right. So now we move over to the Midwest bracket. See, this is moving kind of quick, Pop. I told you this was going to move fast. Now, um, so the top one, we got Houston and North Kentucky. I will take Houston. Who you got? Also. Okay. Then you got Iowa and Auburn. I take Iowa. Who you take? I have Iowa. Okay. Then you got Miami and Drake. I take Miami. I have Miami. Then you got Indiana at Kent State. I take Kent State. I got Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) Then then you got Iowa State and Mississippi. uh, Was that Mississippi State? Or Pitt. Or Pitt. I take Iowa State. I have Iowa State. Okay. Then you got Xavier and Kennesaw. I take Xavier. Xavier. Um, then you got Texas A&M at Penn State. I take Penn State. I take Penn State. Then you got Texas at Colgate. I take Texas. Texas. Then you got Kansas at Howard. I take Kansas. Well, you you went over to the. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So then, <laughs> so then we got out the round of 32. We move over to the Sweet 16. Um, so I got Houston at Iowa. Then I would take Iowa. I got Houston. Okay. Then you got the round of 32. My bottom bracket, I got Miami at um, Kent State. I would take Miami. And I have Indiana going to the Sweet 16. Okay. So you got you got Indiana in your Sweet 16 and bottom Correct. bracket. Okay. Correct. Then I got Iowa State in my round of 32 against Xavier. And then I take um, Iowa State from there. I take Xavier. Okay. Then you got Penn State against Texas in my bottom round of 32 bracket. I will take Penn State from there. Hook them horns, baby. Hook them horns. Uh, hook them horns, man. Look at that. Look at that. All right. So from the Sweet 16, moving over to the Elite Eight, I got Iowa against Miami. And in that matchup, I will take Iowa. And I have um, Houston against Indiana, and I take Houston. Houston in your Elite Eight. And then in my bottom bracket, I got Iowa State against Penn State. I will take um, Penn State over Iowa State. Right. And I have Xavier going to the Sweet 16. Well, no, we're in Elite Eight now. Who you got winning your uh, your bottom bracket, Sweet 16? Who's your, your matchup? You talking about in the Midwest? In the Midwest, yeah. The bottom bracket, I have Xavier. Against who? My 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 final um four t- teams in the Midwest is Houston, Indiana, Xavier, and Texas. All right. So let, let's move down to the West. Yes. And then we're gonna do um Kansas versus Howard. I take Kansas, you. Um, Kansas. Okay. Then you got Arkansas against Illinois. I take Arkansas. I take Arkansas. Then you got St. Mary at VCU. I take St. Mary. I got St. Mary. 
Then you got UConn at Iona. I take Iona. I got UConn. Then you got TCU at Arizona State. Uh, I will take uh, Arizona State. I got TCU. Okay. Then you got Gonzaga at Grand. What's that? Grand. Um, what is that? I can't see it. You just got dots right here. Well, yes, yeah, dots here too. So okay. Well, uh, I think it's Grand, Grand Canyon State or something. Yeah, it don't matter. You take Gonzaga there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then you got uh, was it Northwestern at Boise State? I will take Northwestern there. I have Northwestern, which is hard to do, but yeah. You got, you got UCLA at UNC. Um, not the UNC that you know and love, but the UNC. Um, Asheville. Asheville. Um, so I'll take UCLA there. I have UCLA. Yeah. Then we move back up um, in the round of 32. I got Kansas against Arkansas. I'll take Kansas. I, I'll take Kansas. Yeah. Then I got St. Mary in my bottom bracket. St. Mary gets Iona. I will take St. Mary. I got St. Mary. Then I'll take um, Arizona State against Gonzaga, and I'll take Gonzaga. I'll take the Zags. Yeah. Then I got in my bottom, bottom bracket in the round of 32, I got um, what's this? Uh, Northwestern against UCLA. I'll take UCLA. I have UCLA. Yeah, it seems like this West bracket is a lot more blue bloods down here. A lot, uh, they're they're kind of heavy hitters down here. A lot, yeah, um, for, for the most part. So you got Kansas against St. Mary's, and this is where I'll kind of go with the upset a little bit. I'll take St. Mary over Kansas, and I'll put them in the lead. Wow, wow, I take Kansas. All right, then you got Gonzaga against USC, UCLA. I'll take UCLA over them. To get to that, okay. So I got UCLA in my elite eight. You got Gonzaga in there. Now we can move over to the final four. Go back to the south bracket. I got San Diego State against Arizona. Um, I will go with Arizona in my final four from the south. From the south, yep. Who you got from the south, Alabama? All right, then from the east bracket, I got Memphis against Kansas State. I will take Kansas State. Um, who you got? Coming out the East, I have Duke. Duke, okay. Then in the Midwest, I got Iowa against Penn State. I'll take Iowa. And see, I have Houston against Texas, and I take Houston. Okay. Then in the West, I got St. Mary's against UCLA. I will take St. Mary's. And I have Kansas against St. Mary's, and I got Kansas. All right. So our final – well, the final four I have um, in the south and the Midwest, I have Arizona, Iowa. So out of that, that's going to be a tough matchup. But I think that Iowa has too much for them. So I will go with Iowa. Wow. What were you? Which region we at? Between the South and the Midwest. Well, actually, no, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. I take that back. It'll be between the South and the East. So it'd, it'd be Arizona against okay, Kansas State. So yeah. I would take. Yeah. So mine will be um, Arizona um, advancing. Arizona will be in the championship game in my bracket. Who do you have in the championship game on the left side? Right. Uh, first of all, in the Final Four. Um, the game between the South um, Regional and the East Regional, I have Alabama mm-hmm. against Duke okay. with Alabama winning. Okay. So you got a number one seed in yours. I got yeah. Arizona um, sitting right there. Now, um, in my right side of the bracket, I got Midwest and I got the West brackets. I got Iowa against St. Mary. I believe that Iowa have too much for St. Mary, so I put Iowa in my championship game to the right. Who you got? Iowa? Okay. <laughs> no. Um, I ha- Right. In my final four, um, the Midwest region, I got um, Houston coming out of it, and then in the West region, I have Kansas coming out of it, and I have Houston winning it. Okay. 
And then in my matchup, I have Arizona and Iowa. And then my champion between Arizona and Iowa would be Iowa. Wow. So my champion is Iowa. Who is your champion? My champion is the Houston Cougars. Mm. So that would be that would be a number one seed that hasn't happened in a while. We have a number one to go all the way down and, and just do it straight out. But I like I have no reasoning why I picked Houston. <laughs> no, besides my daughter being on vacation there. <laughs> and I have no reasoning at all why no. I picked Iowa. I picked Iowa though. At least it's Big Ten though. Well, hey, I mean, hey, I, I don't know one player for Iowa. Don't matter. Here, no. I don't know none of those players, but I guess I, here, I guarantee I watch some of these games because I just want to see how the picks shake out. So now I want now I'm interested to see. I'm glad we did that. That was a pretty fast exercise in futility because like we here we have no expertise. Oh, futility. Oh, it's futility for yes. sure. But yeah. here, but that I swear to God, if that come out to be a perfect bracket, man, I need to put that in on ESPN right now. Because I if those picks start to fall, I'm gonna be like, oh my goodness, I can <laughs> see it. You know, well, could, could, could you imagine those crazy picks start to fall? Oh man, I can imagine anything in college basketball, man. I, I really, I really can. As a matter of fact, I know this. I'm gonna take a second, just a quick second, for a sobering moment. Mm. It is a shame that college basketball has failed to where it is right now. It is a shame that the Where did it used to be? Where did it used to be? The March Madness was a great event annually. Um, The players, we knew exactly who the players for every team was. We rooted for them um, uh, big time. Uh, with with one and done, um, you, you don't even have a chance to to even um, know who the star players are before they ship off to the NBA, which I don't blame them f- for doing it. But with that, it sort of like killed the zest and the zeal that I have for college basketball. Um, I look back um, over the years, um, some of the greatest players in NCAA history, all the way from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to Larry Bird and Magic Johnson to to Michael Jordan in North Carolina. All of those relationships have been frayed because uh, you you never get to know who the players are anymore. So yeah, I you know I kind of it's funny that you brought that up though. I remember. I'm sitting in grandma's um, living room and watching Scooney Penn and Michael Red with you um, for Ohio State. And, you know, it was it was kind of exciting, you know, to get to know the team and to um, to watch them, you know, kind of, you know, we, we used to watch regular season games. Absolutely. Uh, back when I was a kid. And um, it seemed like it was more exciting. I, I can still remember that theme song in my the CBS theme song. Yeah. Uh, I, I can still hear it. Um, but ultimately, um, you know, it's just, unfortunately, it's not that way. I mean, it's it's just not that way. It's not that way anymore. And, um, you know, it just won't, you know, like you said, with one and done, but I don't know, is it, is it one and done? Is it entirely one and done's fault or is it just the, because even like, like my wife, she loves basketball. She loves basketball, but she, even when she was at Ohio state, she's alumni, she didn't necessarily like watching college basketball. Like you, she liked watching college football, but she hated um, sitting there to watch college basketball. So I just don't know if there's a great appetite for college basketball in this country. I'll argue to say that because you got AAU, you got so many other basketball circuits um, that kids um, engage in that I don't think that, you know, the college might be an afterthought. You know, that there's no AAU for college football. So it's not really, you know, it's not really like a bog down anyway. You know, those traditions are so strong in college football, but I don't think those traditions are that strong. And, you know, outside of the blue bloods, you know, like North Carolina, Duke, you know, um, 
outside of those schools, you know, you don't really have much star power in college basketball where you can find star power across the entire landscape in college football. Imagine if Jason Tatum would have stayed in college for three years. Imagine if Kyrie Irving would have stayed in college for three years. Imagine, let's let's put it like this. I go back to a time where Shaquille O'Neal stayed at LSU for three years. I go back to a time where Michael Jordan stayed in North Carolina for three years. I go back in time to when Michael Red was on campus and playing for three years. So the relationship that you were able to build with our with the players back then used to really be substantial. Um, Magic Johnson stayed at Michigan State for three years. The same thing with Larry Bird at Indiana State. He was there for three years and you don't really get to have any type of relationship with players today because they they're one and done. They'll be in the NBA draft um, or they go to the CBA is the CBA of the G league. Yeah. G league. Um, Right. Or, um, or right. It's not the same. It's just, the product is not the same. I, I can remember growing up every year, even with conference tournaments, um, the Big Ten conference tournament or the ACC conference tournament or the the Big East back then, their conference tournament. That was must-see TV. It doesn't exist anymore. I mean, I don't know how many people actually tune in to see Duke against North Carolina anymore. But back in the day, it, it, it was must-see TV. Well, again, well, like I said, and that kind of makes my point a little bit. I mean, Duke versus North Carolina um, was and still is a thing. You know what I'm saying? But there's not many Duke-North Carolina correlations in college basketball is what I mean. Like um, a game against from Ohio State – Ohio State against Michigan in basketball obviously doesn't carry the same weight as Ohio State versus Michigan in football. Um, you know, like who's Indiana's big rival? You know, what I mean? big, big. You talking about historically, or are you? Well, no, about- I'm just saying, like right now, like like who gets up to watch Indiana play Indiana State or? Um, you know, whatever is going on, you know, I mean, Purdue, like who wants to watch Purdue play somebody or who wants to watch Iowa play somebody? I mean, I just think that back in the day, it's kind of like what you were talking about with basketball. Um, well, well, I'm sorry, with baseball, where people had things to do. I mean, they didn't have things to do. I'm sorry. They didn't have things to do back in the day. So, you know, you watch college basketball because it was the thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Now, I believe that basketball has so many outlets, so many different outlets in different ways. Um, Just for basketball in general, you got video games, you got AAU, you got different pickup games, you got rec league, you got so many different things that people can consume basketball with versus, um, you know, an augmented kind of version of basketball. I mean, it's a different shot clock. It's a different game. Like, if you ever watch college, you know, you watch college basketball. It's a different game than the NBA game. It's a different game than high school basketball. College basketball is a, is a game in and of itself. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and it's not necessarily aesthetically pleasing to watch. I mean, it's just not really an exciting game. That's why March Madness, I believe, is such of a an event. You know, like, basically – and, and college basketball kind of did it for themselves, kind of did it to themselves. They they circled everything around March Madness where they rendered their regular season completely irrelevant. It's all about March Madness. Can you get to the tournament? Can you get to the field of 68? Before it was about can you win your league? Can you win 20 games? You know what I'm saying? Like I remember back when – um. Um, UMass, who was that player um, that UMass was trying to go undefeated? The tall guy. Marcus Camby. I remember, like, they cared about the regular season. You know what I'm saying? Like, that team was going all out. I remember watching Iverson at at Georgetown. You know what I'm saying? They were were out there playing. Now, 
It's about all it's about is the tournament. And they ultimately give us what we want. We just did a bracket. We just did a bracket for the tournament, but we're not doing a bracket for the Big Ten tournament. We're not doing a bracket about the Big Ten standings. It doesn't matter. Like, like you know, it just doesn't matter. Even if you – okay, Ohio State, for all of their faults, could have found a way to the tournament if they would have been able to win two more games in the Big Ten tournament. Okay, I mean, I really, uh, I really didn't even know that. Yeah, Ohio, Ohio State yeah, lost seven games, games in a row. row. They lost every game. They they were like fifteen and five or fifteen and four. Then they just started losing. I don't think that really had anything to do with it, though. I mean, I'm talking about from my perspective. I'm talking about the fanhood that used to exist that doesn't exist anymore. That go right there, Pop. That, that that's the that's the music. What is it? Remember? Yes. CBS. That's it. CBS. You got the crowd going crazy. Yes. Yay. Our team out there. No more. No more. It's not the same. It just ain't the same. It, it just isn't. But I'll tell you what. It used to hit different, though. It used to hit. It used to hit different. It used to. I remember actually, you know, like um, scheduling out my, te- my games. When I would be able to see it, when I would be home, and when I would be at work, and this, that, and the other. Now, it's just another event, baby. It's just yeah, another I mean, it's just, event. Oh, and it pains me to say that it's just another event. It's just another event. Now, here, it's a big event. I'm not taking it away from them. No, in no way, shape, or form, I'm taking away their event. But I am saying that for the reasons that I mentioned before, and I know that my reasons aren't all encompassing, but at the end of the oh day, God. you know, those are some of the reasons for the demise of the heart and soul of college basketball. The one and done is something to do with it too, but it's also the world we live in today. And the difference of the game is just not the same. I don't think people really have an appetite for it anymore. It's just, I mean, people have kind of moved on, but they have an appetite for March Madness because people in this country also have an appetite for gambling. And there's there's nothing more important to gamble on than your bracket. Can you fill out the perfect bracket? And what did we just do? Without watching a game, we filled out a bracket with the hopes of having a bracket. What difference does it make? It doesn't make any difference at all. All right, Pop. Well, ultimately... I believe that we had a lot to go over. We got to it. We got in. We got out. A lot of things, um, you know, I think kind of worked in our favor. um, But at the end of the day, we'll just continue to work out the kinks, um, continue to put in the work, continue to do the preparation and do the things that we need to do so that we can continue um, to deliver the best content possible. So, um, you know, until next week, I will say that we have work to do and we'll get it done absolutely you take care and god bless take care guys brought to you by create two media it's the father-son talk sports show